Have you been waiting for a reason to not buy NVIDIA cards? Well, it actually might be here. Let's get into the hot news, everybody. I'm your Brett host. We're going to be going over the hottest tech news that I can find on the internet while you enjoy your breakfast. And oh boy, is this some hot tech news. But before we get into that, I just need to let you know that my butt is sore because I finally fulfilled the Cannonball for the Cure charity stream uh, fundraising goal, which is I had to get two tattoos on my derriere, which I mean, you can't tell that this is on my butt, but uh, LTTstore.com now lives there forever. So LTTstore.com. Thanks for leaving your water bottle here, Kyler. Very nice product placement. LTTstore.com. But what's going to hurt your butt even more than my tattoo is the fact that there are now reports indicating that NVIDIA has an RTX 4090 Ti coming that could potentially consume 900 watts of total power. TGP. That is absolutely absurd. This is coming out from the well-known leaker who's indicating that, yes, a 900 watt, 48 gigabyte VRAM, two times 16 pin GPUs might be in the works from NVIDIA. No one knows whether it be an actual product, but it's in testing right now. And if you go back to Monday's episode of Hot News, where we talked about Intel discussing this next generation of power supplies, the ATX V3.0, these GPUs are actually capable of spiking to three times their TGP. So imagine for 100 microseconds, your freaking graphics card is pulling 2,700 watts. Can your internal electricity standard even handle that? Obviously, this is a massive card that probably won't be handled in most people's systems, but we also did get some indication of the smaller GPUs, which is something he'll appreciate. The RTX 4080 will be based on the 8103 chip with 16 gigs of VRAM and have a similar TGP as to GA102, which is the RTX 3090 and 3090 Ti. So that is to say between 400 and 500 watts, which again is a lot of damage. There we go. The RTX 4060 is going to have 12 gigs and also pull 300 watts. This is going to be a massive generation that's going to consume so much electricity, you won't even know what to do with your electricity bill anymore. My carbon footprint. That's what we should all be concerned about. I'm potentially excited for what an RTX 4090 Ti GPU could bring. However, there are other indications coming out that the 900 watt GPU might be exaggerated with it being on five nanometers, but the kicker here, the reason why this could potentially sink NVIDIA like Kyler sank down below the desk is because Navi 31 is supposed to have roughly the same amount for half the power draw. So if AMD is able to bring at least roughly the same competition to NVIDIA at half the power draw, they actually bring a much more compelling argument to the next generation upgrades than NVIDIA does. Hey, listen. Sup, Navi? Navi? I already made this joke. Yeah, you did. You're, you're a one-trick pony. I don't want to ride you anymore. And in fact, this might actually be one of the reasons that we're seeing NVIDIA push so hard when it comes to the board power on their cards is because they might not be able to keep up otherwise to AMD's next generation. We're expecting a lot to come out of the RX 7000 series. We're expecting this to be one of AMD's very first multi-chiplet GPUs that's gonna bring, at least according to the reports, double the performance of the 6900 XT at the same class. So a 7900 XT is supposed to be wicked fast. You say double? I did. <laughs> 
So AMD is actually beating NVIDIA when it comes to just raw architecture and throughput on that front, according to the rumors. And one of the good things though, this is not something that typically happens. Usually GPUs stop scaling up to a certain point. So it's not necessarily that NVIDIA is losing when it comes to the architecture battle. They've just designed a GPU that scales better when you apply more power, according to, again, the rumor. So this is, uh, you know, a half dozen on one, six on the third, and you just, you gotta choose between the two. But if you had to decide right now, Kyler, RTX 4090 or RX 7900 XT? I had to decide right now. Right now. Right in this very moment. Right in this very moment. Zero seconds None. to contemplate. Yeah, stop dawdling. I'd probably go AMD. Probably go AMD. That makes a lot of sense, especially considering the fact that he wouldn't have to necessarily upgrade his power supply in order to support the next generation. Whereas it looks like NVIDIA, you might need a full overhaul in order to get that. You ever watch the show Overhauling with Chip Foose? 900 watts is too much, man. <laughs> That's too much, man. Okay, you can leave now. That was that was enough. But what's not enough is how much you're paying on things. UFD Deals is here to bring you hot tech deals out on the internet. Ree's coming up with a few good ones for us in case you're looking to upgrade a power supply for the next generation. EVGA Supernova 1300 watt power supply is only $200 over on Amazon right now. That's a discount of 23%. I don't believe it has the PCI Express 5.0 connectors, so you might want to not necessarily pull the trigger, but in case you're looking for a beefy one, that's a beefy boy. And MSI's got their Pulse GL66 laptop, uh, i7-11800H, RTX 3075, 12 gig SSD. It's only going for $1229 right now, which is a discount of 18%. And it looks like Twitch is going to be giving a discount to its top streamers in, in revenue. They're going to discount it. They're going to give them less. They're dis it, It's going to be in Twitch's favor, according to reports that are coming out about how Twitch is looking to restructure its revenue sharing model and potentially dropping the revenue from 70% down to 50%, but only for the top creators who are actually on the platform, because on average for affiliates and like new partners, they only earn a 50% split on the subs anyway. So this likely will only affect the bottom line of its biggest creators. However, it does seem to be a really strange move considering the fact that Twitch has been bleeding its top creators over to places like YouTube and Facebook. And so if they're going to be cutting the revenue and YouTube might actually consider not cutting the revenue or giving potentially more, this could incentivize even more of an exodus out of Twitch than it currently is. However, Twitch did say that it's not finalized and that this could be scrapped at some point in the future, but it's a risky move from what I can gather. Cutting the pay of the people who actually make your platform worth visiting is usually not the strategy of a long-term social media company. But Apple is approaching a new strategy as they've talked about with the self-service repair. They're actually rolling that out to the US right now, in case you actually want to repair your own iPhones, you can now do so with the self-service repair. It's only a few iPhone models, the iPhone 12, 13, and SE, but you can go on over to their self-service repair store, which is selfservicerepair.com, and then you can choose your phone. Mine's in a 13 Pro, and I can choose from a few different options to replace things, whether it's the battery, bottom speaker, camera, display, SIM tray, or Taptic Engine, and you can see right here that they do have a few options. It's not the most comprehensive thing, but it is a good step forward when it comes to device repairability. It's a good step forward for the ability for consumers to have control over their own hardware. And even if it is years late, I will applaud 
uh, Apple for doing this in the first place. It's a good thing. If we want change to happen, we have to we have to appreciate when it happens at all, even if it should have happened ages ago. And I should end this episode now before I say I should have ended it ages ago. Thank you so much for tuning in. I'm going to go rest my buttocks after I got it tattooed and I'll see you on another thing of hot news eventually. Bye.